There are many complexities to Easter. On today's episode, Father Neil Vaney answers questions that different children have asked about this Christian festival. Why do Easter dates change every year? The date of Easter changing every year is quite perplexing in some ways. It goes back to the fact that the Jewish feast of the Pasch on which Jesus was killed um, was worked out by cycles of the moon, what we call a lunar calendar. But it was also dependent about the year which we based on the movement of the earth around the sun, which is a different set of timings. So you end up with quite a complicated uh, way of estimating that particular date. So it works from what we call the equinox, which is when the length of the day and the length of the night are exactly the same. That generally happens in March or April sometime. So after the equinox, the first full moon that occurs after that is a crucial uh, marker. And that can be two, three weeks after that. And the first Sunday after that becomes Easter. Our Easter eggs are rewards for Lent. Well, that would be nice if we all got Easter eggs as a nice reward for being good, but it's got quite a complicated history, in fact. We first see it in the area which is called Mesopotamia, which is the area of the Middle East near to where Jesus and the first Christians lived. It's the area today that sort of includes Iran and Iraq. And we know a few centuries after Jesus' death, the Christians there used to get eggs and they used to paint them with beautiful colours and scenes at Easter and give them to one another. This tradition was gradually picked up by all the Eastern Church and then gradually it moved across to Europe. It took a few centuries to do that. So there's a long history behind Easter eggs and of course they weren't initially of marshmallow, they were real eggs and they were simple symbols of new life and of hope and of uh, Jesus rising. Why did Judas betray Jesus? Each one of the Gospels says it was out of love of money and he took money from the chief priest to betray him. However, lots of people think that's a very simple answer and it may be deeper issues. There have been lots of speculation about this in books and in shows like Jesus Christ Superstar. And what some people presume is that he actually thought Jesus had huge potential as a leader, but he was using the wrong tactics. That if he uh, gave him over to the Jews, he would show his powers, he would reveal that he was a son of God, he would lead a military movement against the Romans, all sorts of things. But all of this is pure speculation. All it says is in the Gospels is that he was a thief and looked after the common money. So that's all we know. Why did Jesus make Peter lie and deny he knew him three times? This is interesting because in some ways Jesus did not make Peter lie. It was Peter who lied. But Jesus knew him so well. He knew he was headstrong and impetuous. He knew that he was reckless and under pressure he sometimes did silly things. And Jesus loved him but knew he was like that. So he knew that under pressure Peter might well cave in, which is exactly what he did. But the big thing is that Jesus also loved Peter and he knew that he would come back again, as he did. Did Pontius Pilate really want Jesus to be crucified? 
if you read the accounts in John, it seems that Pontius Pilate was very dubious about the death of Jesus. He knew this was mainly a political affair. He could see it was about religious differences and he didn't want to be involved in these. So in many ways, he didn't really want Jesus to be executed because he saw Jesus was a good man. But politically, he was in a difficult situation. His bosses in Rome would get a very bad report from the Jews that he had not done what was wanted and he might be very unpopular and he would find that his rule was being contested. So he compromised as politicians often do and he allowed Jesus to be executed. Why is it called Good Friday? We have a tradition in the church that all events that are due to do, to do with God's blessing and presence are sometimes called good. So it used to be an ancient title for Christmas. They used to call it Good Christmas Tide. So it's good because Jesus became one of us, he loved us, and he died for us. And it gave us a promise that one day our deaths would also lead to our rising. And that's why, it, why it's called Good Friday. Who was with Jesus when he died on the cross? This is an interesting question, who was with Jesus, because if in fact we look at the four accounts, all of them mention people, Jesus be, being there with Jesus, but they're slightly different. All of them agree that there were some of the women who had followed him in Galilee, and they named them. Uh, Mary Magdalene is named in a number of the accounts. She was obviously very, very important. Uh, if we look at the Gospel of John, he's the one who mentions uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, very specifically for a very important purpose. And he also mean, uh, mentions John, the beloved disciple. So there's various people named, but there's uh, various accounts. Now, why are there various accounts? Well, this was written, most of the accounts, 30 to 40 years after Jesus died. And the people who wrote them would have gone back to eyewitnesses or people who knew eyewitnesses. But as in any dramatic scene, you mainly remember the people that were important to you or the people that have been in your community and are talked about. So they knew people were there, but because they would have asked different witnesses, they got slightly different accounts. What was the inscription above Jesus' head on the cross? This is very easy in many ways because you look at it and the inscription above the cross, it's I-N-R-I. -I. Now it's important to know in, these are Roman words, that in uh, Roman there is no J, it's an I. So the, the, the inscription in Latin reads Jesus uh, Nazarenus Rex Judeorum, which means in English, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Fantastic, Father Neil. Thank you for helping us. And thanks to you, our audience. We strongly encourage you to discuss Easter with your children, your grandchildren, or students. You can check out Catholic Discovery on Spotify. There you'll find more podcasts on Easter, Lent, and other themes. See you next time.